bonk. It's good to kind of get hit in the head, and I pray for that with the scriptures. We kind of get bonked, and it's like, okay, let's look at it, things a different way. Let's approach this with the mind and the heart of Christ. And that's what the scriptures do. They give us a decisive direction, a new direction. And that's what I pray for for today as we celebrate in the Mass, in our church's liturgy, John chapter 4, the woman at the well. So what I want to do today is a couple things. I kind of want to get to kind of think about the perspective of the woman at the well, what she was thinking, what she was going through, what she was feeling. And then towards the end of the homily, I want to show you a clip from the TV series, The Chosen, about that experience. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it, but if you haven't, it's just an incredible depiction of John chapter 4 and very moving, one of the most moving scenes I've seen so far in the TV series, The Chosen. So you can look at me, or this is kind of more a, a prayerful, meditative experience, and per, from the perspective of this Samaritan woman at the well that Jesus meets at midday. Of all places, why would you go there? It seems like the least likely place you would go to. Yet, you were there at the well. You were so different. In many ways, the opposite of what any human heart could have ever conceived or hoped for. Let's back it up. How could you leave from where you were from? How could you think, even for a second, you would be better off at a different place. Yet, you put aside and laid it down, and you were there at the well with me. It was midday, a time not to be seen or scorned, in hiding, outcast, a public sinner. The others, the accepted ones, would gather in the cool of the day, in the morning or the evening. It was a festive time of social connection. My life was anything but festive. You knew. Yes, you knew like nobody knew. A Jewish man talking to a woman? unheard of in public. A Jew talking to a Samaritan? A holy and pious Jew going from Judea in the south to Galilee in the north would avoid Samaria so as not to be defiled. Yet, you went to the heart of it, to the heart of me. the opposite of avoiding me, walking around me. Instead, running right to me, into my heart. Why? Because you knew. Rejected by all others, worthlessness beating down on my soul every day. Five husbands, a moral failure, a battered life, 
a despised Samaritan. Why did you put aside? Why did you lay down heaven and come to Samaria? Because you knew. You knew my rejected, worthless, dying heart, and you came straight to it midday at the well. You proved to me that you knew everything about me, including the five husbands. Yet, in knowing my heart so unlike yours, so far from yours, you didn't throw me out. You took me in. You told me you thirsted for all my worthlessness and rejection. I gave it to you. You accepted it, poured your heart into mine, and made me alive. You planned this for me. That is why you came midday to the well in Samaria some 2,000 years ago. You came for me. You put down heaven and laid it aside. Who in their right mind would ever do that? Yet, that is who you are. You climbed upon that tree to set me free, just like you do for all. Just like he wants to do for you as you hear this. Exactly what we're not allowed. I'm here to break those barriers. And the time is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. So, where am I supposed to go when I need God? I've never received anything from God, but I couldn't thank Him even if I did. Anywhere. God is spirit. And the time is coming and is now here that it won't matter where you worship, but only that you do it in spirit and truth. Heart and mind, that, that is the kind of worshiper he's looking for. It won't matter where you're from or what you've done. Do you believe what I'm telling you? Until the Messiah comes and explains everything and sorts this mess out, including me, I don't trust in anyone. You're wrong when you say that you've never received anything from God. This Messiah you speak of, I am he. The first one was named Ramin. 
You were a woman of purity who was excited to be married. But he wasn't a good man. He hurt you. And it made you question marriage and even the practice of your faith. Stop it. The second was Farzad. On your wedding night, his skin smelled like oranges. And to this day, every time you pass by the oranges in the market, you feel guilty for leaving him because he was the only truly godly man you've been with. But you felt unworthy. Why are you doing this? I have not revealed myself to the public as the Messiah. You are the first. It would be good if you believed me. You picked the wrong person. I came to Samaria just to meet you. <laughs> Do you think it's an accident that I'm, I'm here in the middle of the day? I am rejected by others. I know, but not by the Messiah. And you know these things because you are the Christ. I'm going to tell everyone. I was counting on it. <laughs> Spirit and truth. Spirit and truth. It won't be all about mountains or temples. Soon, just the heart. <laughs> you promise? I promise. This man told me everything I've done. Oh, he must be the Christ! <laughs> Lord Jesus, you tell us it doesn't matter where we've been or what we've done, but that you come to us at the well of our sin, our unworthiness. And we pray that like the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well, that we can give all of ourselves to you and that you will straighten out our mess and our lives apart from you. Fill us with the love and the joy and the excitement of you living in us and taking us as we are and taking anything away from us that takes us away from you so that we will go out to all the world and tell the world this is what you do this is your church, this is your heart, that we will worship in spirit and truth with mind and our hearts. Give us water bubbling up to eternal life as we give you our lives. Help us to trust in you because you know. You know and you knew. Thank you for your life in us. 
and we receive it with open arms. Thank you for coming to Point Loma, March 12th, 2023, now. For us, for me, for you. You thirst for our unworthiness and rejection, and we give that to you. And you accept that. And then you pour out your heart into ours. Do that, Jesus. Be that, Jesus. We trust in that, Lord. Make us live. Make us alive. In your precious name, we trust and we pray, Jesus. Amen. And let us stand and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, and the Father before all ages, God from God, with whom light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, and consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made, for us and for our salvation came down from that. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess to baptism, forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead, and life of the world to come. Trusting in you, Father, and who you are for us, we pray.